Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give everyone listening ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 11, beginning in verse 1. Dishonest scales are an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is His delight. When pride comes, then comes shame, but with the humble is wisdom. The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless will direct his way aright, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be caught by their lust. When a wicked man dies, his expectation will perish, and the hope of the unjust perishes. The righteous is delivered from trouble, and it comes to the wicked instead. The hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge the righteous will be delivered. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices, and when the wicked perish, there is jubilation. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. Where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. He who is surety for a stranger will suffer, but one who hates being surety is secure. A gracious woman retains honor, but ruthless men retain riches. The merciful man does good for his own soul, but he who is cruel troubles his own flesh. The wicked man does deceptive work, but he who sows righteousness will have a sure reward, as righteousness leads to life. So he who pursues evil pursues it to his own death. Those who are of a perverse heart are an abomination to the Lord, but the blameless in their ways are his delight. Though they join forces, the wicked will not go unpunished, but the posterity of the righteous will be delivered. As a ring of gold in a swine's snout, so is a lovely woman who lacks discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, 
but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is one who scatters, yet increases more, and there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. The people will curse him who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. He who earnestly seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like foliage. He who troubles his own house will inherit the wind, and the fool will be servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. If the righteous will be recompensed on the earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner. Friends, Proverb 11 has so many good verses that I could talk about today and over the course of this podcast, and now I am almost finishing my 18th month, I have gone over many of these verses over the previous months, but today we're going to take a look at verses 10 and 11. And Proverb 11, verses 10 and 11, tell us this. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices. And when the wicked perish, there is jubilation. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. Friends, I am reading out of the Nelson Study Bible, and I'm going to go over the commentary for verses 10 and 11, and it says, Truly righteous people bring justice to all the inhabitants of a city, and the city experiences true peace. That is shalom. That is the word for peace to the Jewish people, meaning things as they ought to be. For the fate of a city without any righteous persons in it, see the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, in order to go over this story, we need to go to the book of Genesis, the first book in the entire Bible, and we're going to take a look at chapter 18, beginning in verse 22. Now, let me give you a little bit of backdrop. Here we have Abraham, and Abraham had taken his nephew, Lot, with him, and they became so rich. Abraham was blessed. God had told Abraham that he would be blessed. So because Lot was with him, Lot became blessed as well. So they got to the point where they actually had so much flocks and herds that they actually had to separate. So when they did that, Lot went to live in the city of Sodom. So let's pick up chapter 18, beginning in verse 20. 
And the Lord said, Because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grave, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry against it that has come to me, and if not, I will know. Then the men turned away from there and went toward Sodom. But Abraham still stood before the Lord. And Abraham came near and said, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there were fifty righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare it for the fifty righteous that were in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked so that the righteous should be as the wicked. Far be it from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? So the Lord said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. Then Abraham answered and said, Indeed now, I, who am but dust and ashes, have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose there were five less than the fifty righteous. Would you destroy all the city for lack of five? So he said, If I find there forty-five, I will not destroy it. And he spoke to him yet again and said, Suppose there should be forty found there. So he said, I will not do it for the sake of forty. Then he said, Let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Suppose thirty should be found there. So he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. And he said, Indeed now I have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose twenty should be found there. So he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of twenty. Then he said, Let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak but once more. Suppose ten should be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of ten. So the Lord went his way as soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham And Abraham returned to his place. And friends, Sodom and Gomorrah had thousands and thousands of people. And yet, God still destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because ten righteous people could not be found there. Actually, I believe the only people that were probably righteous were Lot his wife, and their two daughters. But basically what I'm trying to say is I know in our society today a lot of people are having a difficult time with how bad things seem to have become in this country. And I'm one of those people. I don't like what I see in our country today. I don't like the leadership of our country I don't like the way our country appears to be headed. But friends, 
If you look at the Bible, go back all the way to the beginning of the Bible in the Old Testament, there has always been wicked people. In the book of Ecclesiastes, which was also written by King Solomon, who I talk about often because he wrote the majority of the book of Proverbs, in the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon comes up with the comment, there is nothing new under the sun. And friends, there has always been evil. So the only thing we can do as Christians in our world today is to pray for the leaders of our country. Pray for the president. Pray for the vice president. Pray for our senators and congressmen. Pray for the governors of our states. Pray for the mayors of our cities. And if you really want to be an activist, you can try to run for office yourself. If you have a desire to do so, run for your local school board if you don't like what is happening in our schools today. There are always things that you can do, but one thing you should not do is simply gripe and complain and say how bad things are. Friends, things could always be worse than they are, and there are always good things happening in any situation. So if we would, let's go back to our proverb verse today, and we were in Proverb 11, and if we look at verses 10 and 11, it says, When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices. Now, friends, That is common sense. The righteous here are, in my eyes, godly people who live life the right way and do the right things. That's what it said in our commentary. Things as they ought to be. You live a good life. You do good things. You help your neighbor. You're always doing right and good, and the evil are not in charge. But it says, and when the wicked perish, there is jubilation. And friends, if we have anybody who has broken the law, a notorious criminal, and let me give you an example. Every once in a while, a criminal that is in a prison will sometimes escape. And when that happens, helicopters will fly around and people will hear, well, this person got loose, and whenever that happens... What is the feeling of the people? The people will automatically go to their front door, lock the front door, because they don't like the idea of an escaped criminal roaming around their neighborhood. They want to see that this person is caught. So when they are caught, the city will rejoice. By the blessing of the upright, The city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. And friends, what we want is justice to be done in our everyday lives. We want people to do right, to do the right things when they go to their job, when they do pretty much whatever they do. We want people that are not 
evil running the show. And when we have evil people, people are not going to be happy and people are not going to want to be in that environment. That is why we should do everything we can to promote peace and goodness and justice in our country. My call to action, really, just a simple question. Ask yourself, are you doing everything that you can? Are you fulfilling your part in making sure that you do the right thing and that you are not doing any evil yourself? Simple question, but are you doing something that you know you shouldn't be doing? Very simple. And our suggested scripture reading today would be simply to reread our proverb of the day, Proverb 11, wonderful, wonderful chapter of Proverbs. And I like especially verse 30, because verse 30 says, He who wins souls is right. And just a reminder that we as Christians have been given the call to promote God, to share the love of God, and to do everything we can to try to win souls into the kingdom. God does not want any people to perish. He does not want any evil to come to this world. That is Satan's domain. Anything that is not of God is going to be evil. It's going to be bad. So I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I ask you to repeat a simple prayer after me today. Father God, thank you for sending Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you that you were willing to come to earth and you set a wonderful example of how we can live our life every day. You were tempted in all areas, as are we, and yet you never gave in to the temptation of sin. Yet, you were willing to die on a cross so that all of my sins would be taken away. Jesus, I thank you for doing that. Thank you that you have put me in right standing with God. I believe you are the Son of God. You died on that cross and were buried, and you rose from the dead, and now live at the right hand of God the Father. Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, reach out to me on my webpage, wisdomtodaybk.com. If you would, find the contact tab, click on that tab, send me your name, Give me a little information that you said that prayer, and I would like to get back with you and celebrate with you. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.